Are you ready for a little see it, stream it, or skip it, Amy? Ready. All right, let's start with the skip it. This one's really easy. It is a World War One film called Bunker, but it's not a, a historic World War One film. It mm-hmm. is a, there's some kind of evil spirit that's taking over the soldiers in this bunker. Nope. Save your money. Save your time. Oh, okay. Very, very well, gory. So, yeah, this is one that you can just go like, nope, nope. But don't fall for it because you'll see a lot of, you know, the World War One imagery and people, you know, in these uh, uniforms. Don't fall for it as like, oh, look at this. It's another World War One movie. Nope. It might be set during World War One and it might have soldiers, but it is about a supernatural power. Okay. Just avoid that one. <laughs> Next. Next. (laughs) If you want to stream something, The Woman King, starring Viola Davis, is one of Netflix's biggest hits of 2023 because no one went and saw it in 2022. Now, Viola Davis has also had a lot of acclaim with this for the acting. It is an action movie, and we're talking about the story of the Agoji, which is an all-female unit of warriors who protected an African kingdom in the 1800s. So... They are essentially what uh, in the the Wakanda, the Black Panther movies, are based off of. So all of their royal guard, all of their warriors are female. So it is about Viola Davis, who plays a general, and she trains the next generation of recruits and readies them for a battle against an enemy that is determined to destroy their way of life. There is drama, the costuming, the action. It's all there. And it's a great story. I don't watch movies, but this actually sounds good. It is good. (laughs) It is good. And it's well worth your watch. I think this movie came out and a lot of people confused it for Wakanda Forever because there are a lot of similar, you know, like even in the armor and stuff that they wear. But this has some historical fact behind it. This is something that existed. I, I recommend it. If you are looking for something to watch and you've got Netflix, you'll see that it's trending on Netflix right now. It's really high up in the currently being streamed by more people than anything else. List. I mean, Wakanda probably did it some favors and in truth, trying very to get much some, so, yes. the same look, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think that this is just one of those movies that got overlooked that now is finding this home in streaming. This is where streaming is really coming to... Um, I guess is the is the good co-pilot to movies that didn't get the attention in the theatrical release. That and they that's deserved. A, that's a good way to look at it because sometimes it's not about competition; it's right. about it complementing the movie theater. That if it didn't get the attention here, it has an opportunity to get the attention of streamers. I also want to throw something out there real quick. I was recently having an argument with some friends about movies. Can you imagine that? No, arguing about movies, Mm -mm. and they're talking about how streaming has ruined this world of movies being released in theaters. And I said, "Listen, I worked in a video store. Do you know how many movies were released directly to the consumer, like direct to video, direct to DVD, and never had a theatrical run? No, almost all of the uh, like the American Pie runoff movies, all were only available on DVD. They never opened in a theater." And to me, that is just being replaced from direct to DVD to direct to streaming. Sure. And so it's a there's a balance. There's a balance you can have there, and you'll enjoy it. I mean, I think that that was a fair point during COVID, but then it wasn't the streaming platform's fault. It's that no one wanted to release into a theater. Bingo. So, and I think we're getting back to that. 
Yeah, I, I, it's very, it feels very comfy at yes. movie theaters now. Yes. So let me tell you about the movie that your under 17-year-old is going to beg you to take them to this weekend. It's called Cocaine Bear. You heard that right. Cocaine Under 17-year-old? Let's rate it R. So you need a parent or guardian to get through the door. Oh, so you're saying this is the teenagers are going to want to see this. Yeah, this is the American Pie. This is the South Park movie. This is the Uh, one where they're going to be checking ticket stubs at the door because there is a lot of weird violence in this movie. Okay, so let's start with this. (laughs) Cocaine Bear is based off of a true story. And I'll give you the brief synopsis of the true story. Back in 1985, a former American narcotics officer and a drug smuggler stole a bunch of drugs, and they got in this little tiny Cessna, and they had to drop load uh, like a huge load of cocaine that they had stolen because their plane was too heavy, and they weren't able to maintain altitude. They dropped 40 plastic containers of cocaine into the wilderness before abandoning the plane and jumping out themselves. Thornton, who uh, was the notorious drug smuggler, died because his parachute didn't open. And the Georgia Bureau of Investigation later found, like four months later, found a dead black bear that had consumed 75 pounds of cocaine. So $2 million worth of cocaine. Right. Yep. They named so him. So that's the true story That's of the true it. story is that a, a bear did uh, just the same way as if they had thrown lunch meat out. Right? Sure. The bear would have eaten all the lunch meat. Right. They named the bear, which, by the way, you can see on display. It is taxidermied in Lexington, Kentucky. His name is Pablo Escobar. Oh, right? <laughs> they did not. So <laughs> what? So hearing this story, it's sort of funny, right? I uh, mean, sort of. Uh, let's fast forward. This is in 1985, so let's fast forward. But you forward. know someone saw that bear and was like, we got to make a movie. Yeah, they're like, what's the story of this bear? And they're like, oh, that bear ate $2 million worth of cocaine. And you go, wait, what? Someone call Hollywood. Right. Get on the line right now. So they did turn it into a movie. It is set in 1985, and it's the story of a drug runner's plane, the missing cocaine, and this black bear. Now, in the movie Cocaine Bear, the bear ingests the cocaine and is high off of his gourd. And so he's running around. He's trying to get more cocaine. He's attacking people. He can climb trees really fast. Think of everything you've ever seen in a movie when you watch someone who's supposedly high on cocaine and, and how they are, act erratically. Now imagine if it's an apex predator. And in it, it's not like the, <laughs> I mean, they've got a lot of, there's a lot of drug culture stuff that's built into it. But what they created was something that feels like you ripped it out of a video store in 1985. There's only one cassette of it on the wall, and it's got a picture of a bear, and he's snorting cocaine. And it is a fun romp, but you know if you're not going to this movie. If you heard the name Cocaine Bear, and you're like, yeah, no, pass. If you heard Snakes on a Plane, and you're like, yeah, no, pass. If you heard Sharknado and said, okay, yeah, no, pass. This is not the movie for you. For everybody else. This movie I had a ton of fun at. Like, way too much fun. In fact, I was telling Tyler Axness, this is not a movie that I would enjoy with my wife because I don't think she's, she's not into that kind of weird, funny, offbeat. But if I was with four of my friends, we would have had the time of our lives. Also, immediately after the movie, everyone looks up the story of actually what happened. Sure. Which is, 
We're talking based on the blurb I read you there, and then they went to the races. And they right. wrote whatever they wanted around this it. This had nothing really to do with the story, other than they did find a bear once who had ingested cocaine, but that period. Yes. That was the end of the true story. Yeah, it is. This this movie this is, is not dang a movie funny. I would like, but here's the thing: I don't think you would like it. I think your husband would love it, <laughs> right? Sure. Um, this is this is not for everybody, but the people who do love it are going to get into it. They're going to buy T-shirts. There's going to be it's going to be a whole thing. Yeah, it's going to be, be a cultural phenomenon. It is. There's going to be like a before co- cocaine bear and after cocaine bear in the in the pop culture world. I mean, to be quite honest, they might end up with a whole series of films. It might be Cocaine Snake next, and then it might be Cocaine no. Tiger, and then it's co- Cocaine Pig, whatever it is. You could I could see a series of these movies coming out. By the way, this movie is directed by Elizabeth Banks. Really? Elizabeth Banks, who you might remember from, oh, she directed the a couple of the Pitch Perfect movies. Um, she, awesome actress, am- amazing comedian. And she brings that kind of wink and a nudge to this where she goes, you know what you're coming to see. Yeah. You know, you know you're coming to see something that's going to get some shock laughs out of you. A few years ago, they remade the movie Piranha, and they made it in 3D. It was called Piranha 3D. And it's about a bunch of piranhas that get let into, like, Havasu. And then it's during spring break. Right? Awesome premise. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So this is very much on that very same Very cocaine line. bear premise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's obnoxious, but in, like, a fun, ridiculous way that if that's the kind of thing you like, you're going to really like it. Correct. Yeah. Gotcha. I know that younger people have been talking about this for a while because they just they haven't seen a movie with such an insane premise that this is their ver- you know younger right. folks this is their snakes on a plane. I can't think of what it would have been in the 90s this kind of a you know a marketing ploy and a title that would have been so good. 35270 texted in. Somebody else knows something What's the from 90s like the 90s version of Cocaine Bear? Yeah. Because there's something the out there. Yeah, there is, for where sure. Where the title alone, all you need is the title and a poster, and you, you're guaranteed 20 million open <laughs> weekend. But I enjoyed that. I Some people have said, I hate when you review things and you say, well, you know if you're going to go see this or not, because isn't your job to convince us to see something? No, because I don't want you to not, not be happy with the movie you went to and blame me for it ultimately. I'm saying <laughs> if you're open to watching something and you can suspend the need for something to be super highbrow, this really, you know, this scratches that itch. And it's I about can't... a bear that does $2 million worth of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that. Also, one of the last movies with Ray Liotta, too. I mean, I, I, like, I like your take, which is here's the kind of mindset or person who's going to like this movie and here's the kind of person who isn't. I think right. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, I liked it. It was it was really worth it for me. And it's set in the 80s, so it's 80s clothes and yeah, 80s that's music fun. and that's fun too. Okay, so see okay. it? Like, let's go back. So the see it is going to be Cocaine Bear based on the exploits of Pablo Escobar. <laughs> if you're going to stream something, it's The Woman King. It's on Netflix. It's just from last year. Trust me, it is just a wonderful movie. And if you're going to skip something, Bunker, the fake World War II ghost movie, no thank you. This chick is a tram. <laughs>